Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Dr. April Trippiano, CEO at AT International, transforming financial services professionals from solopreneurs into CEOs. And get this, a peace ambassador for the UN. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk with you today. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you for coming on. So for the for the benefit of all the listeners, um, can you just expand on, on your introduction? Tell us a bit about you know, where you're on your business today and, and who you serve. Yes, yes, of course. So I've been in business. I've been doing well, I've been doing what I do for uh, coming up on uh, 21 years, I believe, 21, 22, something like that. And, um, you know, I, I love what I get to do, Mark. That's how I introduce it. I get to do it because I, mm. do, I do find it exciting. And I, and I love the difference I get to make um, when people welcome me into their business. I work with financial advisors and insurance agents. And I really, you know, what we really do is we teach them how to spend more time with family, play more, and still make money at the office. And yes, it is possible. So, uh-huh. you know, it, it just it just takes uh, digging into some things, which we do get into. Um, and, uh, you know, it's for me such a privilege because my core value, my highest value is family. And what I find is that when business owners, whether you're a financial advisor, insurance agent, or whether you, you know, you have an IT business or you have a media agency, whatever that business is, when we're stressed at business, it can't help but spill over into family life. It can't help but spill over into our personal relationships. It can't help but spill over into, you know, the the interactions we have with our spouse, our partner, our family members, our children. And I'm an absolute stand that those relationships be healthy and whole and that children feel loved and they feel tended to and nurtured and spouses feel heard and seen. So everything I do really comes down to, I want families to be whole. Um, this is just my methodology. It's my vehicle. Well, that's that is so often m- m- most of people's purpose, their point for going into business, so they can provide for um, their family to to leave a legacy behind. But so often we hear that, especially those first couple of years, it takes it takes so much, and what we end up the environment we have isn't the what we thought we'd get to start with no 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 one warns you right no one warns you but I think that's the advantage of working with 
someone like you or someone like me is that because we've walked the path and because we've seen what happens and most of the times I, I won't speak for you, but I'll speak for me. We've done it. We've made the mistakes. That's the advantage. No idea what you mean. Someone like us, right? Because no we idea can, what you we, mean. We wreck. Pardon me. So no idea what you mean. Making all these mistakes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I've been there, you know. So I'll speak for me. I'll, I'll raise my hand, and I've made the mistakes, and I know the toll it can take on, like I said, relationships, on um, on mindset, on on self perception, on health, on all of those areas. And mm. it's only when you get to the other side that you can look back and go, oh, holy wow, that was, you know, it's a good thing I got pulled out of that, you know, because yeah. I wasn't necessarily that, that, that wouldn't have been worth it. You know, one of the things I, I tell my prospects and, you know, prospective clients, and then my clients, I say, you know, I know that you have a big heart and I know that what you want to do is take care of families. And what you want to do is make sure that families have a legacy and make sure that their finances are in order and make sure that their families are protected should something happen to them. But how's your family? Because that's usually the family that gets neglected. Mm. So with, with that, when people first come to you and you know where they want to go, but they're not quite there, what do you hear all the time with, with you know, new clients and, and current clients that, that frustrates you or beliefs that you want to, you, you want to squash in the world? Oh my goodness. How much time do we have? All right. So, so first of all, um, it, you know, I have what I call a manifesto and in that manifesto, I really, I start out with, you know, it wasn't copywritten by a copywriter. I literally sat down and I wrote that because I said, what do I believe in? What do I stand for? And what do I stand against? And the, one of the things that drives me absolutely bonkers is when I hear, oh no, that can't be done. Oh no, that's not the way it's ever been done. Oh no, that'll, that won't work because that's not the way the industry works or that's not the way the business works or that's not the way. There's always a way. There's always a way. And what I will say, uh, if I can be frank, is that most times what business owners think is in the way is not the thing that's in the way because what's really in the way has a lot more to do with them than it does with everything else. Because of course we want to look at systems. Of course we want to look at personnel. Of course we want to look at, you know, what are your lead sources or, you know, mm. how's your, how's your money being spent? What's your P and L? We want to look at those things, but if we don't step back and look at the most common denominator, which is, I'm sure you would agree, the business owner, <laughs> the business owner touches every aspect. And so that business owner, if that mindset is not right, if the, if the, you know, um, the way they relate to people is not, you know, at working at optimal pace, I'll just say, um, mm -hmm. cause I don't, it's not a right or a wrong, right? It's just a, are we where we want to be? Or are we still trying to catch up and get to where we want to be? And how do we get there? So that's what drives me bonkers. You know, um, they come to me because they say, you know, well, I, I, I either want to increase revenue or um, I want to get my team to produce and they're not producing. There's things like, I don't want to be a babysitter. I don't want to have to handhold. Why can't they just do the job? Why can't they just, why can't they just, why don't they just, why aren't they just? And when I dig in, what I find is it is a combination of operational issues and it's a combination of leadership issues and leadership mm -hmm. issues come down to who's running the show, who's creating the culture, who's setting the tone of the culture. I was, you know, I was taught by one of my earliest mentors, when a fish gets sick, 
you don't treat the fish, you treat the water. So how's the water that you're swimming in day in and day out? If your people aren't doing what you need them to do, if you're not getting the results you wanna get, you gotta look at the water and you create the water. You either give them clean water or polluted water. That is a beautiful analogy. I love the way it's so simple and so clear. In this fast paced sort of day and age, there's always the, the looking for the external challenges, the external problems, the external solutions. You kind of touched on it there slightly. There's that inner battle. It's, it's where is the fault? Where is the happiness? Where is the the good, the bad? Rather than looking within to start with, is that a part of your work where you help people to actually see within and find the answers so that they can excel? The quick answer is yes. It's not one or the other. You know, in the way we work today, and and you know, I believe that small business owners, small to medium-sized enterprises, SMEs, um, I believe that they're obviously, you know, they're the future. And I'm, I, I think you would probably agree. Uh, you know, so we've got to look at the impact we're making. In order to make that impact, we have to start over here. We have to look at what is our outlook on our business? What's our outlook on people? What's our outlook on the world at large? What are our belief systems? What are our core values? Mm-hmm. When we get that in alignment, the rest of it is just a how-to and a what-to-do. It's a to-doing list, right? But you could do all the to-doing. You could do. You could keep checking off those things and still never be fulfilled, never mm-hmm. reach the results that you expected, never be fulfilled in relationships. Um, never, you know, I, I teach people, you don't just want to grow your own leadership. You want to create a league of leaders around you, a league of leaders. If you're not creating a league of leaders, number one, you're never going to leave a, leave a legacy because everything stops with you. When you sell mm. the business, leave the business, heaven forbid something happens to you, you're no longer on this planet. It's all said and done. It's over. But if you want to look into the future and create a hundred year legacy, generations from now, you have to create a league of leaders. And the only way to do that is to start here because they will emulate you and they will either emulate what's what's the positive and the possible, or they will emulate the negative and the obstacles. And you get to choose. Oh, now that is beautiful. Whether it's whether it's children, whether it's employees, whether it's clients, to understand that they are going to emulate you. I mean, sometimes I'll say, thanks for showing me what I don't want to be like. Absolutely. But to leave that legacy, to leave that, to show by example, to lead by example, to lead by taking care of yourself, how you put yourself forward, what you do, how you do it. I think as a, to be the leader that you want to be, you need to go first. Absolutely. You need to go first and you need to go first in a way that inspires. One of the issues that people will come to me with, and I, and I alluded to this, or I mentioned this, 
is the fact that they don't want to handhold or babysit, or they're having a lot of turnover. Mm -hmm. They're having issues hiring the right person, or they have people on board and they like the person, but the person's not producing results, or they don't know if they're in the right position, all that kind of stuff, right? And there are tools, Mark, there are tools. There are assessment tools that we use. There are interviews that I do. We do efficiency audits. We do all that stuff. And it comes down to how are you setting the tone? How are you setting the tone? Because if you're creating an environment that people don't want to work in, you know, you're not going to be able to retain top talent. If you are creating an environment where you are not leading first and you're not setting the example, then you're going to get a lot more of what you don't want instead of what you do want. And again, you know, I tell people, if you want people to do you know, perform at a certain level and do certain things, show them the way, show them, show them that you're not the dictator, show them that you are someone that is worth following because they will follow you. And that does, you know, their attitude about you and about working for your business and the bubble that you're creating, the culture you're building, their attitude about it will dictate that will I won't say dictate but it will power their productivity and efficiency or unproductiveness and inefficiencies and you cannot motivate people that's my belief it's my belief it's my creed you cannot motivate people no matter what you do you can pay them more give them more time off you can give them bonus you know bonuses or gifts or whatever it is you cannot motivate them. The mistake people make, I see over and over, is they think that, that we can do that. But motivation is intrinsic. You can inspire them. That's extrinsic. So if we are inspiring them, mm -hmm. they will motivate themselves. If we, are, if we hire people that are aligned with our mission and our vision, which are not the same thing, People often get that confused when they come to me. I have to straighten that out. But when they're aligned with your core values, your, your beliefs, your, your, the culture that you built, when they're aligned with that, oh, they'll be motivated all day long because they believe in it and they believe in you and they believe in the product and they believe in the service and they believe in the clients. They believe in what they're doing because they're inspired by the example you set and the company that you're building. Beautiful, beautiful. Now let's talk about you. Let's talk about behind the scenes. So we, we speaking for a length about you know, how we can inspire clients and you know the kind of things that you do and how you help them. What kind of challenges do do you face? Do you continue to face that you continue to um, to work on? You know, if I tell the truth, I'm working on some of the same issues, Mark. You know. You know, you 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 run a launch and it doesn't go the way you expected and you question it. Oh my gosh, did I did I go down the wrong road? Did I do it all wrong? Am I not where I thought I was? Why am I not where I thought I was? Why didn't it go well? I'm just giving an example, right? It could be something else. But you know, you make a business move, we'll say. Mm -hmm. And and you start to question it. And and I question it. I've questioned it at times. You know, why did I go down that rabbit hole? Or gosh, why did I waste so much time on that? Um, which is, again, why I personally, um, I, I personally believe in having mentors and business coaches and, 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 and spiritual coaches. And I do that myself, because if I don't, I'm liable to, go, liable to go down the wrong road. And when I go down the wrong road, 
I'm liable to go down the wrong road in my head and start uh-huh. to question myself versus having that confidence in, no, I'm offering the right thing, or I'm working with the right clients, or my fees are in alignment, or it's the right time, or whatever the thing is, you know? Um, so those voices, so yeah. those voices in your head, they they don't go away. <laughs> they don't ever go away. You can't, <laughs> like, there is no letter you could put behind somebody's name. There is no, you know, there is no anything you could ever do, in my belief, to make that go away, because that's human nature. That voice never shuts off. You know, I tell my clients, I'll, I'll talk about that voice that never shuts off and I'll tell them. And if you think you don't have that voice, it's the voice right now in your head that's saying, what voice? I don't have that voice. No, you're not. You're not talking about my voice. I don't have a voice. That's the voice. It never mm-hmm. stops. And we either learn to um, quell the the doubts and and reaffirm the 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 possibilities and and the good things that we have going for us or or we succumb to it and i'm i'm just as susceptible so yeah absolutely and then do you do you find yourself do you in a situation or whatever it might be that you realize hey fear or doubt or guilt have been taking over they've taken control of the driver's wheel and you they were sneaky yeah. and he didn't realize until right? a little bit later. Yeah. Sorry. I, I was saying it's insidious Yeah, because you hear it and you don't realize that it's driving the show. Mm-hmm. That voice is driving the show. That negativity is driving the show, the fear, the doubt, the questioning or the disdain. You know, if I get frustrated with, I get frustrated with myself. I gotta be honest with you, Mark. I, I, and I tell this to my coaches. Um, I had one coach tell me uh, one time said, you need to be gentle with yourself. And I don't, and I'm not speaking against being gentle with yourself. Sometimes people need that. That's just not my inner voice, right? My inner voice is like, what were you thinking? Why were you doing that? You know better than that girl. Get off your butt and just get it done. You know, that's like, that's my <laughs> inner voice. You know, that's my inner motivator is get it done. Um, you said you were going to do it. Don't forget that. Or, or, you know, whatever it is, I, I'm a little harsher on myself, but that's, that's my style. So I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm, I'm a little more in my inner voice is in my face, uh, so to speak. So, you know, if I don't tame it, it can go really in the wrong direction. And, mm, I, so, and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I can about taming. Off. Sorry. Let's talk about taming. What, what do you do? How do you go about taming that, that voice that is sounds loud. It's loud. It's wild. It's loud. And I don't know about you or anyone who's listening, but I can dwell. I'm a, I'm a perfectionist, so I can dwell. You know, mm-hmm. I'll dwell on what I should have done better, what I could have done better, how I could have done it differently, or what the impact was that I didn't like, or what the impact should have been but wasn't. So I can dwell. And I'll be, I, I, I think the only thing I could say is that uh, I, sometimes, really, it is just reaching out for a lifeline. I just have to reach out for a lifeline and I will reach out to either a mentor an accountability partner or a coach. Uh, Cause I do have, I have all of those things in my life. And so I will reach out and just say, look, I need, I, I need you to talk me off the ledge here. Cause I know I'm sitting on the ledge. I know my feet are dangling or I know I'm hanging by a pinky right now. I recognize it. You know, Mark, I recognize it, but I can't always pull myself out of it. And I have to reach for that lifeline. I have to say, look, you know, please just talk me off the ledge. Help me to see. I have to adjust my perspective 
and look at reality versus perception and feelings. My feelings about it, my perceptions about it, my self-criticism, my perfectionism, it, it all slaps me upside the head. And I need somebody else to say, okay, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the worst case scenario? Did that happen? No, no one, no one died from it, right? My house didn't blow up. My office didn't blow up. Nobody got sick. You know, the client didn't leave. It didn't, it didn't hurt the client. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's coming back to reality and, and uh, that's my best tool. My best tool is outside help. Can I do it for myself? Sure. But it might take me three or four or five days versus I could reach out to somebody and I could be finished with it in 30 minutes. Beautifully. That's beautifully put. That's that's why we created the Unforget Yourself system, to give you an external source, something that you can see, a roadmap, a plan to identify, oh, that's what I'm doing. It's almost like the, the mentor in your head that you can take with you, just to give you that bit of distance. Because yeah, we could all, everyone can work on themselves, but we're too close, we're just too close. Very much so, very much too close. You know, um, I think the important thing is to have enough training. And I will say this because I've, I, I've done a lot of training in the area. And as I said, I mean, I have mentors and, and people that I turn to and, you know, coaches and all that. But at the end of the day, it also takes training. It takes time. Mm. There, you know, I've been through 20 years of training of knowing at least when to recognize it. And I've gotten to that point, as I said, where I can at least recognize it. Whereas in the past, maybe I didn't even see it. Maybe I didn't even notice it. Maybe it was someone else who said, why are you so crabby? Or I would look at things at the end of the day and go, man, I just, I just want to close my eyes and I can't, or, you know, cause I can't get it out of my head, the running dialogue mm. in my head, or, um, you know, it, it takes someone else to say, you know, you seem a little off. I'm at this point after the training I've had and the years of experience and the, and the practice that it takes, practice that I only learned from someone else, training that I only learned from someone else, technology, techniques, strategies, whatever, that I only learned from someone else and having gone through that process and being willing to go through that process because it's not always comfortable. And I'll be honest, it's not always pain-free. And yet, if you're willing to come to the other side, you know, going through that, I can at least recognize it quickly. I know within 15, 20 minutes, maybe maximum 30 minutes that, okay, it's you. you, you need to deal with, I will tell people, look, I just need to deal with myself. I know this is me. I need to deal with myself. I need a minute. Um, and if I can't resolve it for myself, then I, then I reach out for somebody to assist me to, to resolve it and support me in that. Um, you know, but again, even that, even that training, um, there were days that there were times I can, I can think of three instances right off the top of my head that I thought, I don't need to deal with that. It's, it's, it's pushed off to the side. I've compartmentalized it. It doesn't affect this anymore, but you know what, Mark, it did affect everything. It affects everything. So having someone who can train you, teach you, pull you through, give you the practices, and then be available, you know, having someone to be available to, to talk you off the ledge, <laughs> help you get that, the other five fingers back on the ledge, get your, you know, get your chin over the ledge and then maybe, you know, finally get your, get a, get a leg up and, and, and get off the ledge, you know? Nice. Nice. So avoiding things doesn't work out well. No, it doesn't. 
And I think that's something that as human beings, especially, uh, you know, grown up human beings, when we, when we reach a certain point in life, and I don't think it has to do with age, I think it has to do with experience. Mm-hmm. And you feel like either, I find that we're either in one of two camps, either I've arrived, I don't need that, or I should have arrived by now, by now. So I don't want to deal with that. Because I don't want other people to know that I haven't dealt with it or you know, I, I don't want other people to know that it's still, it's still there for me. Or of course there is the, 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 the other category, which is, I don't, I don't, I don't even know that I have it. I just do it. It's just remote. Uh-huh. It's just a rote reaction. Um, and I think, and I think that was, that's the hardest place to be. When I, when I started to realize my rote reactions that were based on so many things in life, the, the things that we experience in life and, the good and the bad and the ugly, right? The, 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 the wonderful things and the not so wonderful things. And, and it becomes who we are and our personality and our, our perception of the world and our self view and all that. I had a, um, a really critical mentor in my life. Um, and, and my executive coach, he was, he was both at the same time. And he, um, he taught me that, and I use this in my practice. I teach people this. I say, you know, your feelings, your perceptions and your experiences are all valid all of them, they're valid. And no one can take that away. No one can deny it. No one can take it away from you. And they're your truth. But they're not the truth. Mm -hmm. And what we need to do is separate the feelings and perceptions from the facts. And when we can do that, then I think we can really, um, that's when transformation happens. That's when things change and it's sustainable change. And that's the thing that I learned. That was probably one of the turning keys where I said, okay, is this the truth or is this my truth in this moment? And uh, it's been a, it's been a game changer. I think we'll, we'll land that plane there. That is lovely. The fact that, you know, there's perception. We can have two different opinions of anything. Both can be valid. Both can be true. Everything can be true. It's just your perception. And perception is created through your experiences, your beliefs, um, your upbringing, all this soup of, of ingredients that comes into one moment. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it makes us who we are. And it also fuels that little voice. Well, keep those voices going, keep them under control, and we'll all try and yeah, make sure we know who's who's got the steering wheel. Yes, who's got the steering wheel? That's a good way to put who's it, Mark. Who's like got that. the steering wheel? Yeah. Okay, Dr. April, thank you so, so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, if you want to find out a little bit more about you and what you do, where can they find you? Well, the easiest place to find me is on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm there on LinkedIn, uh, April Trupiano. And you can also find me at my website, atinternationallc.com. That's more about what we do as a company. You'll also find my manifesto on there. If you look under uh, our beliefs, you'll find that. So those are the two best places to find me. Super stuff. Well, everyone, go check out April. Perfect. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. I had a great time, Mark. Thank you. 
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.